Welcome to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast, here to give you the knowledge and inspiration to take the next steps in the world of property. Your weekly dose of property market updates, top tips on buying, selling, renting, and investing in property. From your expert estate agents and through interviews with industry specialists. We're here to answer your questions. So here's your host, David Thomas. Hello, everybody. David here, and welcome to this episode of Ask the Estate Agent podcast. Thanks for joining me as ever. And in today's episode, we're going to ask a question that's popped up a few times now, which is what is the difference between sole agency and multi-agency? So this is looking at the contracts that if you're selling your home, you would have in place with your estate agent. And these are the two most common ones, whether you employ them as a sole agency agreement or on a multi-agency agreement. So I'm going to give a bit of an overview of the two various contracts, the pros and cons of both, and a few top tips. But the biggest thing I want to say from the outset is as much as these two contracts, sole agency and multi-agency, are standard contracts, which we can discuss in that um, <clears throat> in that sort of overview, as with any contract, people do make variations. And depending on the service that you're employing, your agent with and the things that you've discussed, there may be variations in there to this. There may be things that um, don't stick to the standard that you might um, at the end of a sole agency, for instance, you you walk away and don't owe any fee and you, know, you can employ another agent. But in some agreements, you may owe them some marketing costs or you know there may be some other tie-in. So please, 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 as with any other contract, read it and read every single clause that you can and get advice if you need to. So uh, we'll cover what a standard contract gives to you in terms of pros and cons. But as with anything, make sure you understand the detail and that you discuss this with your chosen agent. So obviously, once you've decided to sell your home, choosing the right estate agent to help you is the number one priority. But one of the big choices you need to make is whether you're going to opt for a sole agency where one company has the exclusive right to market your home for a fixed period or multi-agency where you get more than one company to help you sell it. The choice you make will affect the amount you pay in fees and could also potentially have an impact on the amount you receive for your home. So sole agency is the most common type of a state agent contract and most people start with this arrangement but what we'll do is take a look at the pros and cons of both. So what does sole agency mean? This is just one agent acting for you for a certain period. They receive all the commission on a sale, but if the property hasn't sold at the end of this period, you're free to use other estate agents. The pros of this is the charge is usually between 1% to 2%, which is typically cheaper than if you employ on multi-agency terms. The agents will agree to lower the commission with sole agency as there is a higher chance they will make the sale um, for themselves as they're the only agent. If you find a buyer yourself privately, there is no commission to pay unless you have agreed sole selling rights with the agent. Now, this is something that is increasingly um, rarer. You don't see it so often now, but please understand that difference between um, a sole agency agreement and sole selling rights. Um, if you sign with an agent that they have sole selling rights, you need to be very careful because you're tying yourself in that they are the only people that can sell it 
And regardless of whether they're good, bad, indifferent, you know, you could be tied into them. So it's very, it's less um, common now, but just please make sure you understand sole selling rights as well. Um, again, with all these contracts, get advice if you need to speak to a solicitor, um, citizen's advice, anybody like that that can cast their eye over it if you're not sure. Um, so avoid sole selling rights if you're looking for just a sole agent. So those are the pros. The cons, historically, um, in the past, when you would employ one single agent to do it, Obviously, everything hinges on how good and how quality that agent is with their marketing, with their database, um, how they run their business. So you could argue that having one agent on your property is less exposure. And this is the thing with multi-agencies. People have a perceived thing of having more agents on it gives you more exposure. The difference now with technology is that that exposure is pretty much generic because if they're all using the same technology they're all on right move they're all on zoopla they've all got their own website they've got social media activity the exposure that they're, they're on the same platforms they're doing very similar things the differentiator then is the quality of their um their whole marketing strategy so what else do they do how do they target their database you know, are they out in, in the community? Are they active um, in different ways that are going to attract people to your property? What things do they do differently? Because I think that's what a lot of people struggle with, with choosing an estate agent is how are they all different? There's so many out there. There's so much choice out there. Um, most, if not all of them, are on the relevant technology platforms, on, on the websites, on Rightmove, on Zoopla. So, if that's the case, if everybody's on them, then then you need to dig a bit deeper and find out, well, what are they going to do that's going to get you the result for your property? And that's the important thing. The, the, the most important thing about this is once you've made that choice to sell your property, you have a goal to do that for a certain price or within a certain period or whatever it is. And you need to understand how your agent is going to deliver that specific goal for you. So... The con here that we're talking about of sole agency of typically in the past being less exposure, having one agent, that's no longer really the case. What you what you need to look at is if you're going to go with a single agent, what are they going to do that's different and you know how are they going to market your property? And then having one agent doing it, you know, is is perfectly great to deliver the result if you've chosen the right agent. The other con then, you may end up with um, lower offers than if you're multi-agency. So, if, But again, this is if you, depending on who you choose as an agent, because if you've got an agent that is, is good at negotiating, they typically get asking price or higher on all their properties. You know, they're achieving values that um, are extremely high in the market. Then, you know, that is no longer the case. But the perceived thing that happens with multi-agency is you get a bit of a competitive scenario going on and um, that can drive up the offers or drive up the the agreed price the other con is you will sign you typically sign up to a lock-in period on a sole agency agreement 
um, usually around 12 to 16 weeks, meaning that during that period, you can't switch to another agent until um, that's done. But we're starting to see now that these are also changing and also dropping away. There are agents now that operate on no tie-in. Um, you evaluate how they're performing and if you're not happy, you know, you can walk away. So um, a lot of these things are evolving and changing with technology. So be aware of that. The final con then is if you do sell through another agent while still under contract, you could find yourself having to pay commission not only to the agent who sold the property, but also to the original sole agent. So be aware that if you do sign a sole agent agreement for a period of time, you know, if you go off, employ another agent, sell it with them, you could end up owing two fees because they are still under contract with you. So let's take a look at multi-agency then. And what does this mean? So this is where you can instruct as many agents as you like, and they will all act for you at the same time. And the one who finds the buyer earns the commission. Now, I have also seen multi-agency where what they agree is they'll agree to split the commission. So there are variations, like I said, and things that you need to, to look at. But ultimately, the multi-agency bit now is that you have more than one agent acting for you at the same time. And then um, the commission can vary as to whether the agents agree to split it or whether whoever gets the buyer um, takes all the commission. So the pros of multi-agency then is um, typically more agents pushing your property historically used to mean more exposure. But again, thanks to buyers predominantly using internet, websites, social media, all of that to, to find their properties. If you pick the right agents, they're all on those. So, um, you know, what you're really wanting to dig into now is what agents are going to do outside of that with their database, with their um, social media marketing with stuff to get you more exposure. But one of the pros of having that is if you've got two good agents doing it, then you should be getting more exposure. You may receive higher offers. And again, as mentioned earlier, you know, um, negotiating a competitive environment, people making multiple offers can drive up the price. Another pro, pro then is as agents will be competing against each other, this can speed up the sale. Um, it can motivate some agents that if they're in competition, they're going to move quicker to get back to inquiries, book viewings and try and agree the sale. So um, multi-agency can get you um, the speed into the transaction. The cons then of multi-agency, the fee typically can be higher, um, more closer to 3% because of the risk to the agents that they're going to do all the work and could potentially lose out immediately or at any point because of another agent. So um, that risk of them losing that cost and all the work that they've put into it means typically multi-agency is a higher fee. So be aware of that, look at the fees and make sure you understand it all. Another con is that all agents will be competing against each other, potentially making the process quite chaotic. So um, where the pro is that you've potentially got um, a competitive nature, people are going about things quicker, they're negotiating and, and driving up the offers, that is extremely chaotic and needs to be managed very, very well. Um, communication is absolutely critical that the agents know the, the rules of 
this is how things are going to happen. If you, if an offer is made, everybody is made aware of it. You know, there's none of this um, sort of stuff going on in the background that causes absolute chaos because what you might end up finding is that one agent thinks they've sold it and so does the other one. And then you've got two buyers who think what what's going on. Um, so clear communication and management is required if you're going to do multi-agency. Um, an inherent risk agents may try and get you to accept a lower offer so that they can secure the commission. So, um, you know, if you're in that multi-agency environment, the, the agents are trying to get the sale, um, you know, everybody, the speed element and the reason they're moving quick is because they want to try and beat the other agent to it, which doesn't always necessarily work in your favor. So it's something to bear in mind. Um, another thing, as several agents will have keys to your home, the viewing process could be more disruptive. So that, again, going back to the management and the communication is absolutely critical with this to make sure that everybody knows the rules of the game in terms of when they can do viewings and how. If buyers see multiple listings for your home with different agents, they may be put off. And this I have seen firsthand and I've seen um, plenty of experiences of, of this happening where um, multi-agency because you've got lot because a lot of the agents market in the same place. So right move, Zoopla and things like that, you end up with multiple ads on there. The consumer gets confused, the buyer gets confused. Which agent do they go to for starters? But then they also wonder why are they employ employing two agents? And the perceived um reason by many buyers is that the seller's desperate or that they are after a quick sale in some shape or form, they need to get rid quick or whatever. There's lots of these elements that come into play. Now, when you're then negotiating with a buyer and that's their perceived um, starting block, this is what can um, not go in your favor. So um, like, like what we're discussing, the pros and the cons, there's quite often a strategy where you can use one and fall back on another. And the typical is to go sole agency with the best agent that you can find in, in the area. If that doesn't work out and you've got plenty of time, then you could use another agent after that. If, if things do start getting to a point where you think, right, let's go multi-agency, you've, you've got to be aware that that's almost um, a sort of last resort because for you to get the benefit of that, it's got to outweigh the cons that we've just discussed there. And the last thing you want is the perceived market to think that you're desperate or that you need multiple agents to sell it or whatever because they instinctively think there's something wrong. So, so just bear all this in mind. It's a bit of a discussion point. It's one of these things that a lot of these contracts out there, um, it just gives you options. It gives you a variety of different ways of doing it. And one, you know, will probably suit you and your property more than others, but then it might, it may change. So again, um, I think keep your options open, understand the pros and the cons. And when you speak to a good agent, um, discuss the contract in detail, and make sure it fits what you need. So, 
To finish off then, we've gone through the pros and the cons of sole agency and multi-agency. Some top tips for you. Like what I just said, most people start with sole agency and only move to multiple agents if their property doesn't sell within their desired time frame. Um, while the normal lock-in period with a sole agent is around 12 to 16 weeks, shorter periods are now um, sort of appearing more. Again, you can negotiate this and in some cases there can be no lock-in period. So it's all about the individual agent that you're dealing with. Multi-agency may be the better option if the importance of a fast sale outweighs increased commission. So you've got to weigh that up that if you are, if you really do need a super quick sale and you need to throw agents at it, you know, then it needs to outweigh the increased commission you're going to pay. Um, another one is joint agency is another option. And this is where you instruct two agents who will come to an agreement over commission, i.e. Um, it may be shared irrespective of who finds the buyer. It's a more common option for selling overseas property when you want to appoint a specialist national agent as well as the generalist local agent. And the fee for joint agency tends to be around 2%. So I kind of mentioned this earlier on as an option of multi-agency, but what it's called is joint agency. You will still have the power of having two agents on it, um, but what will happen is they will um, jointly split the commission, whoever finds the buyer. And um, I have seen examples of this work really well. So um, it's definitely an option to have against multi-agency is potentially go joint agency. The um, I've found that the agents have a, a completely different motivation and they operate differently and it's um, the communication's better and all sorts of things because they almost end up working more together to achieve the goal for you. So um, that's a great option to consider. So anyway, I hope that's um, helped. I know it's been a bit fast-paced. Sole agency, multi-agency, and you also have the joint agency bit coming into it there. Um, but it gives you an overview, the pros, the cons. It is very um, up to you and your specific property as to which one of these is going to fit best. Again, massive uh, advice is make sure you read the individual agents agreement that you go with because there are lots of variations on this but the big you have options you have lots of options open to you and hopefully this helps you to understand the basic ones that you will see first first off so um, hope it helps if you have any questions feedback um, maybe you've used a different type of contract maybe you've had good or bad experiences about any of these you know, would love to hear. Again, this podcast is here for you to help you on your journey, to help you understand um, all the jargon, the confusion, the um, who to use, how to use things, all that sort of stuff with the property market. So please do reach out to me. Let me know um, how you're experiencing the market, the market, and what questions and subjects you would um, like help or answers to. So thanks again for listening. It's uh, been a privilege as always. And um, please do reach out to us on, you can go to our website, asktheestateagent.co.uk. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search Ask the Estate Agent. So don't forget to contact us with those subjects. Uh, thanks for listening as always. And until next time, it's goodbye for now. We look forward to answering your property questions and helping you with your next move. 
Thank you for listening to the Ask the Estate Agent podcast.